0: We are back today, and I am a little breathless, but I'm good.
1: Nick, how are you today? I'm doing good. It's another episode of Mega Shane, you know, Nick and Victor, Victor and Nick. Mm -hmm. So, what's been going on?
0: Well, um, in my real life, job. We, you know, we are now talking to our brand new students and all that good stuff. And it's been kind of interesting. Uh, As you know, we are just trying to, you know, get get to meet our new students and everything, but I'm doing a lot of talking lately. So that's been fun. (laughs) And my poor voice is feeling it, but I'm doing good. And I want to uh, talk about this. I kind of mentioned it on Twitter. So some of y'all know I had a car accident where it, it bumped up my insurance, and you know it. You know, anytime you have an accident, your insurance go up. But um, Allstate was trying to charge me seven hundred dollars a month after that. Yeah. And I was like, you know, bitch, that is somebody's, that's somebody's rent. That is somebody's rent and car note. That is someone's rent. That's that's two car notes to some people.
1: That's somebody's mortgage. to I be know. Honest.
0: Okay, down in the in the flyover states, y'all can live high on the hog on that a month. So, you know, I had had to call them and say, "Um, this is not going to work. But first, I clowned them online. So I clowned them on Twitter, and then they responded (laughs) like, hey, we want to talk to you. So they DM me, and we ended up talking about it, but they said there's nothing they can do. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do. So luckily, you know, I ended up calling um, Pam, and Pam helped me. So now we're progressive. (laughs) Um, And it's funny. This is so funny because, you know, when I was with Allstate, they try to threaten to say, well, it's going to be hard for you to get good insurance, you know, after this accident. And I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. Why did I, why did I get up on Progressive and now pay $30 more than what I originally paid? That's how much it went up, $30.
1: Let's see. As somebody who's worked in insurance, it's a crock.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm mad because I'm like, y'all was about to charge me $700 a month. But now after I told Progress, because, you know, you, when you go through a new insurance, you got to tell them everything or they don't look it up anyway.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And they did, even with it being, you know, even, with, you know, the fact that I it, it was my fault. I'll admit that. my fault. Accident. They were like, okay, we see that. We see you. Um, and we we'll raised you $30. I was like, well, then why am I still playing with Allstate? So I canceled them. Um, they still try to say well, we can work. I said, nope, when I asked you all to work it out, you couldn't do it when I asked you to. So, I'm sorry. But I'm with a new man now, and his name is Progressive.
1: <coughs> <laughs> well, it be like that sometimes. It does. And he has a good stroke game, so that's why I'm uh, Okay, now see, you could have left that all of
0: <laughs> What's going on with you?
1: Oh. Not much, really. It's I don't know what season it is. One minute it's seventy degrees, the <laughs> next minute it's snow, and the next minute it's rain. Like I, I can't get.
0: Y'all can getting right
1: Y'all getting? Yeah, se- it, it's too much over here. No. Other than that, child, um, not much is going on. I finally saw Dr. Strange.
0: I'm mad because it's 20 years later.
1: Right. Well, you know, I was boycotting. (laughs) But then, you know, because of Infinity War, I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. let me at least see what this white boy's talking about. Yeah. So, aesthetically, it was good.
0: Yeah.
1: It was one of the best-looking MCU movies.
0: Yeah.
1: But they were like, okay, he went to India to do his E-Pray Love and did this advan this accelerated program as far as the mystic arts. Whereas what's his name's character and Wong have been studying for like forever and now he knows everything. I'm like, okay. And then what's her name? Uh (laughs) oh God. The ancient one looking like that robot Lucy.
0: Don't do that.
1: Then she had well, spoiler, she died. I was like that was like an unnecessary death almost yeah. but she was tired she said I'm tired
0: And she was uh, problematic though well in the movie she was problematic I was like you try to do it's always they try to do the most end up doing the worst it was kind of stuff like that
1: right I, like I get what their intention was as far as gender bending her mm-hmm. but she was still like a, a white person and this heavily minority place. My like, okay, but like the the villain. I I honestly I don't remember him.
0: He's yeah Baron. Well, not Baron, but he this one's been he's been in the comic. He doesn't look like that, but he's been in the comic a few times. So I, I feel don't really, like the,
1: the Dormammu was yeah. Should have been, had a more pivotal role. Yeah. But, it was, I'm glad I didn't pay money to see it.
0: (laughs) You know, it was, I thought it was cute for what it was. I didn't want to see it again, but you know, it was cute for what it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like the, uh, like the astral, I'll call it the astral plane fight.
0: That was okay, cause I kind of struggled with that, cause I was like, this looks like a bunch of kaleidoscope, <laughs> like a what you see on a kaleidoscope. Back in the day, like yeah. the eighties like, uh, okay. type little uh, toy. Yeah, I guess they thought this is most, <laughs> we don't have it no more that we wouldn't know what that was, but <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, okay, all right. Uh, but it, but, it, yeah, it, it, it was okay. Whatever. Um, I I saw Reddit Player One this weekend. Um, I actually saw it. On, we were off Thursday, Friday because of the holiday um so i i i, I saw it like thir- thursday afternoon or friday afternoon Ottawa.
1: what holiday is thursday i
0: don't, i'm i'm at a catholic school so we do things differently than uh, but so we, we were <laughs> so we were out and we had a four-day weekend which was great and i watched the movie which it was cute um, it's very Spielberg. it's very stillberg spielberg it's it was a it's a lot of eye candy it's very pretty to watch there was someone who claimed that Jem was in it and I don't know how they pulled that off because I was I saw that Jem was supposed to make an appearance in this and uh-huh. so and I saw the clip that they was talking about you, you wouldn't be able to tell who it was a oh, And I was like, don't do that, y'all, because I was really sitting up there looking. That was almost the main reason why I went, to be, if you want to be real about it, really honest. I kind of went to see that. Because they were using references from everything from Freddy Krueger down to the Overwatch characters to Rambo. Like, they were using everything you can think of. Um, Right.
1: I heard there was like over 130 some odd Easter eggs in that movie. Yeah.
0: Um, The one thing I did enjoy, and I don't want to spoil it for those who really want to see it, but I like when they went, I'm going to go ahead and say what they did. They did go into the movie The Shining, so it was neat how they flipped into that, because I was like, okay, even down to the, the theme music of the movie. And I was like, okay, look at y'all. But, you know, it was a very, it was a fun movie. It's just very Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Is, you
1: know, well, they said that he had his best opening since Indiana Jones, the what? fourth one. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, well, people wanted to see
0: it. Yeah, they did want to. Then I kind
1: of, I kind of do just because.
0: Mm-hmm. Go see it. I think you should go but see it. I, I'm not a It's one of those movies that you know. It's like you know, I ain't got nothing else to do today, so why not why not? It's like that type of movie. Right. Um, it's not like that Tyler Perry movie that should have been straight to video. Uh, I did see that, and I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. I got to see it for free. That shouldn't even been made. It's it's just the same stuff he's always done. So I'm like, why is that even a, a wide release? But you know, some black folks, they...
1: Yeah, they eat that shit up. They do. It. I'm like, like why I, y'all still I, looking I at
0: this? Like, y'all should know better by now. Like, this is not 2003. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Like this, I don't know why y'all still flocking today. It was the same garbage. No shade to them, but I'm like, I feel like this is my personal opinion. I feel like if you Lee Daniels or you Tyler Perry, you need to step up your movie quality because now, I feel like with these young bucks coming up, Mr. Ryan Coogler, all them giving y'all, some giving y'all some substance. Y'all need to step it up, old hoes. Y'all need to start doing something brand new with your movie stuff. You don't. Have, you have too much money. And too much clout to be giving us the same um, greens and turkey chitlins circuit stuff. We are beyond that now. I mean, yes, there's still some of us who still love that mess, and that's cute for them. But, you know, it's time to move past the baby boy format. It's time to give us something else. As long as we have D Reeves and Ava and we have um, Ryan Cooler out there, y'all need to build it up because sooner or later, it's going to be up, they're going to be the ones taking over. So, Tyler Lee, y'all give us something more. Apparently, people are still watching Empire and Two Wrongs Make It Right, whatever the name of the Tyler Perry show. Uh, I haven't watched. Um, Eating potato chips. Or yet. Show, but and apparently Star is popular. So these are shows I just I would not watch, but apparently somebody's watching. <laughs> no shades, y'all. I know there's some of y'all who love it, and I know some of y'all who follow us love it because I see y'all posting. Your favorite clips, but I'm sitting here like, who has the time to. I'd rather watch reruns of Sex in the City personally, but you know, that's. Teach his own. Teach his own.
1: Well, enough about Sex in the City, and let's get on into mm-hmm. this Aunt Mace tea. Yes. So, it's it's very light in the tea. hmm. So, some more Wonder Woman 2 casting. Pedro Pascal, he was in uh, the Netflix series, The Narcos. Yes. He is going to star in the Wonder Woman 2. Now, we don't know what kind of role he is going to be, but...
0: There's rumors, though.
1: Yes, definite rumors.
0: So, yeah, also y'all remember him, he was in um, Game of Thrones, he was bisexual in that. There was a scene with him being bisexual in that. He's a very attractive man. Um, the rumor is he may be playing Sebastian, and I'm gonna bella and I'm saying that name just totally horribly wrong. But Sebastian was in Wonder Woman where he ended up stealing the, the main route um, to become the cheetah. He became the first male cheetah. So there's rumors that he is becoming that person. Um, or he may be playing that person in particular because we have the cheetah. Um, so we'll see. Maybe somebody told tell you different. But, you know, there's rumors saying that he could be Sebastian. So
1: if you follow There was also a rumor going around that Riz Ahmed was going to be in uh, Wonder Woman 2. Now, I don't know what role I, I, or even if it's confirmed. There was just another rumor that mm-hmm. I, I read somewhere. I think it was on Hollywood Reporter.
0: Oh, well, then it might be a little bit more legit. So if it's coming from them, then yeah. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: But, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we posted on our Instagram the picture of um, what the male cheetah looks like in the character. He's in the comics. So if you're curious about what that looks like, check us out there. Um, and also we put that on our Twitter, too. But it'd be interesting if they do have both of the cheetahs. Because he did steal it and both cheetahs did fight. Like, they fought hard in the comics. Um, so we'll see how that goes. It'd be interesting if they ever put in Fury, in the Wonder Woman comics. Oh wait, the movies. So because that had a lot to do with their fight too. But that's a whole another character, a whole another story.
1: mm mm-hmm. huh. Well, I mean, if Wonder Woman is having potentially two villains to fight, she should have some help. Hence,
0: well, well, you well, you know. You know, you never know. They somebody could be like, let's just put her in there. It'd be nice right. if she has like a Nubia character. You know, come up in there. Like, who is this woman? And then it leads into who she is, and then we go into our the third movie. So you know, you can you can do good things if you know how to do it. So she's out there. So we right. can say.
1: So the there was a new newer uh, Deadpool trailer that dropped. Um, and what were your thoughts about it? It
0: was cute. We got to see a little bit more of X-Force, which is going to be interesting because we now know that our boy, um, you know, Lewis is going, Louis Tannen is going to be Shatterstar, which is also fascinating because Shatterstar is a known bisexual character in the Marvel Universe. So he's going to be playing Shatterstar. Um, but I liked it. You got to see a little bit more uh, Zazie as, as Domino got to see Daddy Cable. Um, I I have to say... Some, it, you know, we wanted... What's his name to be Cable at first? Stephen Lang. Yeah, Stephen Lang. But, you know, Josh I, Brolin is growing on me. Like, he... Mm. Yeah. Like, uh,
1: Josh is a... He wasn't my ideal pick. But yeah. I can... I see it. Yeah.
0: So, I can see it. It looks like it's going to be a fun movie. Um... It also looks like it It will be probably pretty much all that Fox needs to focus on. If we want to be truly honest, we talked about this last week, but with, this is what they need to focus on. This is the only film series they need to focus on until the merger happens because that's guaranteed success. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. But, you know, to focus on that. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. Um, we will still get to see some of our favorite mutants from the X-Men universe in it so i think that's you know personally i think that's how they can just kind of do it from now on like and like bring in like one or two x-men every once in a while with these movies um to where it's like oh okay we already got um colossus they can bring in they can have maybe a, a another storm you know person playing her they can have a you know, maybe an uh, interesting gene that pops up in that or just kind of play a little more. You can leave Wolverine out, but, you know, bring in you, you can bring Kitty Pride in that one if you wanted to. Uh, just something to where you can bring in some of the X-Men characters, but we don't need a whole X-Men movie right now, so.
1: Yeah, not at least a serious one. <laughs>
0: no, not a serious one. Do a cartoon one. They could, they, yeah. They could just, which I don't know why they, personally, if it was me, if I was sitting in the role of, like, you know, like making decisions for them, I would um, just say, let's do animated. Let's just do animated, get people hyped up for the Marvel taking it over, and just call it a day. That's what I'll personally do. Well, you that would go- be a
1: hint and a half that they know what they're doing.
0: True, but you really can't go too wrong with anime. You know, you can do all the things you can do. You can do the Shiar, you can do all that. We'll be there for it. It can be like Castlevania give us four good episodes. I think you mentioned that. Give us four good episodes, um and we got to go from there. Uh-huh.
1: Now, you saw the kid that was in Deadpool. Now, there's a lot of rumors going around exactly who this kid is. Some people say that he is pyro, which wouldn't make that much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody said like maybe he's kid apocalypse. Yeah. I think that the kid is strife.
0: Because
1: hmm. it would make sense that cable is yeah. coming from the future. Yeah. And that little kid is like son of apocalypse. And it would make sense that Cable is after
0: him. Right. Right. Because this could be, look at you. This could be, (laughs) because this could be the story. This could be Cable coming back to save himself. You know, like come back to stop the whole process of what happens where Strife is involved. Right. Um, and those if, you're from, if you don't know what we're talking about check out Executioner's Song that was a big crossover to X-Men books back in the 90's also check out um, The Avengers of Cyclops and Phoenix that's the story of Cable and Strife as youngsters. so um, you can check those particular comics out but that could be where he's coming back to stop his situation but maybe fail mm-hmm. and, which leads us into the whole Strife thing So yep oh my goodness
1: and apparently Black Tom Cassidy is supposed to play some kind of role in Cable's past.
0: Uh, who? I know who he is, but he's so why? minor.
1: Yeah. I was like, mm, does he even make sense? And why does he, did he have that much of a, did he have any kind of history with Cable in the comics? Because I know he didn't in the animated series.
0: Yeah.
1: But I don't know. Like as far as like the sexualities go, I know Negasonic's uh girlfriend is gonna she's I think her name is Serge. Hmm. She's gonna be in there, but I don't want them to play these their sexualities, hers and uh Shatterstar as like I I don't know, like as if it's a joke. Yeah. You know. But we'll see how they do. Hopefully they won't. But that's my only hesitation when we know that these are known characters. We know that they are known queer characters. Yeah. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to be... It comes out this year, doesn't it?
0: Yep.
1: Sometime in the summer?
0: I want to say so. And I think it comes out in time, I think, for Comic-Con. I have to go back here. Whoa, look now. But... um. It's coming out soon, but, it, you know, you just gave some good plot opportunities. where well, that can really be something really fun that they do. See, we do they need to be short. calling me. Oh, May 18th.
1: Oh, well, damn.
0: <laughs> it's around the corner.
1: Right. Well,
0: Everything, everything's we better
1: get ready.
0: I know. We, we are going to be emotionally distraught with, um um, what you call it? Um, Infinity War. Yeah. And after and also speaking of that, um the Russo brothers have also talked about what we should expect in the fourth one, and they say that we're not ready for what that is.
1: I have complete faith in what they're doing.
0: I do too. And what but the way they they said that, the way they kind of put that out there, that was and I don't I don't wanna look for it word for word, but they Basically, just said to us that we're not ready for the next one.
1: I feel like they're gonna introduce the X Men soon. (sighs) Like the (laughs) the next phase is gonna go into mutants. Yeah. But they they gotta close that deal. They do. They got to close that deal so what else do we have as far as uh this aunt mace tea?
0: well we also know um well speaking of infinity war um if y'all saw the tweet today the russo brothers um, did an interesting tweet about um the spoilers to infinity war now for the, some of us who are you know who live in the, the places called california we, we we have opportunities to see this movie early Um, and elsewhere too, like New York, what have you. Um, But um, what they have asked people to do is those who get to see it before everyone is not to spoil it. Um, They put out out a tweet today that basically talked about, which actually has um, Dano's glove, (laughs) Um, talking about how they're asking for people who will see Infinity War in the coming months to maintain the same type of secrecy that you have with all other films and don't really talk about it or spoil it to anyone. Um, and in fact, they have the hashtag Thanos demand your silence um, So it is um, They really don't want it to be spoiled and we don't want to spoil it for anyone um, But they have told us that um the next volume will blow us up completely So you're right. It could be introducing new characters. I think that tweet was
1: specifically for Tom Holland because he knows he has a big male
0: <laughs> And, um, Mark Ruffalo, was it him that kind of, he spoiled something too?
1: I think so. At one point? Possibly, yes.
0: Yeah, because Chris Evans is always good at keeping his mouth, his sexy mouth shut. And so, um, I'm going, you know, I'm going through this weird thing about Chris Evans right now. Like, I am, people, you know, he's that, this picture. he has that, that dude stash thing going on.
1: Oh, I don't like that. I
0: know people don't like it. He's playing a dirty cop in his Broadway play. Now, some people, you know, that's have fueled a lot of fantasies because um, in several different gay Facebook pages, they have already written fanfic about being stopped by him, about him approaching them, um, being inappropriate, um, talking about shower situations. Um, there's prison stories already about his character <laughs>
1: Okay, y'all. <laughs> These yeah. hoes are
0: already done it. You know, I, I wonder what does that feel like to know that you draw so much interest. Like you know, yeah, we see this picture and I'm I'm like, mm, I still wouldn't say no, but it's not my favorite. But the fact that it's already got people talking about prison fantasies, it's, it's fascinating.
1: I mean, they were already there anyway. That's yes so.
0: 'Cause he looks so innocent, but then you know this this look, he looks like he'll be kinda of racist and sexy at it at the same time. That's me. But I'm just saying that, you know, he's sitting up there looking like this, he's playing a dirty cop. I'm sure all those fantasies are just rolling out already, so. That's interesting. Oh, you know see. they are. Yeah, they are. They really are. Uh, let's see. Oh, well we you know what, let's go ahead and talk about um as we close out on May's tea. We have two more things we have drag race but we also have the grinder thing so what, what, what do we want to talk about first
1: uh let's talk about drag race okay so get to my little handy dandy notes here so drag race they had to do a group challenge group challenge a yeah they had to do a, a group challenge with um it was a country... First, the, the mini-challenge was a um, a country dance-off like they usually do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh, okay, it was cute, but whatever. And somehow Andy Cohen was there, uh, <laughs> another problematic-ish uh, white gay. But anyway, they had to do a uh, musical number about pharmaceutical drugs that apparently uh, RuPaul likes to watch the commercials <laughs> okay. so they split up the groups and one of the group Vixen's group was terribly an out, outmatched <laughs> versus the other group mm-hmm. uh, so they already had a versus Asia's group so they already had choreography together. They already had um, parts together, and Vixen's group was shook. So they went to go choreograph, and the choreographer was Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> and so Vixen's group went to go choreograph with her. They was like, she was like, "Okay, so what do you have? Do you have anything?" We're like, "No, we don't have anything." And I'm like, "Okay, you go to a rehearsal, and you don't you don't have shit." You don't have nothing. They was like, oh well, we worked on characters' characterizations, which were terrible, mm-hmm. according to me. And uh, one of the queens, Blair St. Clair, bless her heart, she looked like Bambi that had osteoporosis dancing. <laughs> it was bad. Like I didn't expect her to move as bad as she did. <laughs> well, surprise, surprise! Vixen's team won, and honestly, they actually had a better all-around performance versus the other team versus Asia's team.
0: Yeah.
1: So the uh, on the runway, there was a lots of cat suits. Eureka had a cat suit. Um, Monet had a cat suit. Um, Calori had a cat suit. I'm like, okay, this is the tenth season of Drag Race, and granted, a cat suit is—you just slap that puppy on and go to town. But if this is—and the the category was like best drag—if cat—if your best drag is just a simple cat suit, then what are you really doing on this show? Yeah. Hmm. So I was just irritated with that. So the, the bottom two happened to be Eureka and Calorie, the two big girls. Mm-hmm. And they did uh, Best of My Love mm-hmm. by uh, The Emotions. And to be honest, the lip sync was... <sighs> you know that song. Yeah. Neither one of them possessed that type of soul for that song.
0: And that's sad because that's one of the songs you you don't really... You just automatically know.
1: Yeah, it's like you didn't it's like got to be real. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is the the mannerisms and the whole thing, it just didn't vibe with that song. And I know they were probably overcome with emotion and whatnot, but keep that shit together. And Calorie ended up going home. I'm like, well, she probably needed to because I think she was out of her league mm. when it came to this. But And I that's think she did okay. wait too.
0: And that's okay because, you know, Shangela was out of her league her first time, came back and, you know, did what she had to do. So maybe this is a right. lesson she needs to have.
1: And you were already on the show, so mm-hmm. that's a stamp of approval in itself. And so you can already go on these tours and whatnot. You can already, you know, increase your book and feel like I've been telling y'all and all this jazz. Mm-hmm. It's just when Drag Race just wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the show in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. I'm also tired of this uh, Miss Cracker Aquaria <laughs> beef or whatever. It's just. Like I didn't copy you really, but I kind of did. Type bullshit. I'm like nothing really is new mm-hmm. in drag. Like everything gets recycled.
0: And if so anybody later. should be mad, it's Grace Jones. So I'm just saying that she should right. be the one be like, oh, well, actually, all of the all of you exist because I came out on stage. So if you want to be honest,
1: <laughs> right? If we're it at a buck,
0: yeah. And you know. I'm
1: tired of Vixen just yelling and screaming. I'm like, girl, will you shut up? <laughs> like, you don't have to be loud all the goddamn time. And she, I think she's, she's that loud because she's insecure with herself. But we'll probably have to see one of them when she breaks down because he's not talked to her father or whatever, you know. Yeah. That type of story. But anyway. We'll live tweet with the black girl nerds, like always, this Thursday. And you can use the hashtag drag, y'all. We'll start at 8 o'clock, promptly. To tweet, <laughs> RuPaul's will pause drag race. So, promptly. <laughs>
0: and so, our last bit of um, crumpets on the table is. Um, Very messy. It is. And yet, while well, I wasn't surprised. It's still it's still messy when you think about it. So, yesterday, yesterday. And it's funny because we were already, you know, looking at, we, we were already looking at Sinclair, that whole Sinclair bl- 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 broadcasting situation, thinking of, like, you know, that's a red state, that's a deep state type of stuff when people, they're being forced to say these certain things.
1: And before we get into the topic, I knew that kind of shit was going to happen because they didn't when Sinclair Broadcasting bought mm-hmm. WGN and mm-hmm. then WGN did not renew Underground yep. I was like okay I see what's going on
0: here mm-hmm. we saw what happened and now they but I love that they're being called out and I love that they're now and under, rightfully so and they're being the fire and I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to end up disbanding that's my belief just because it's going to be there's too much heat on it and then you got some of the people who are inside already leaking and t- <laughs> telling their business already so I'm like y'all about to go down but anyway Right around all that stuff, we learned something else that was going on behind the scenes, and that is the fact that Grindr, your favorite hookup site, folks, um, is sharing users' information. So they're sharing HIV statuses of people. Um, well, they were, but at the time they were some, basically sharing information with um, mostly third-party companies. Um, what those companies were um, was, I think it was, um, Local lo, what is it oh local analytics it's just like it's they're trying to it's trying to be cute on the play on the words, but it's basically um local analytics that was one of the companies and um opt optimized, like optimized but aptimize. Um they were selling this information to them so therefore if you are HIV um positive but you've already shared that on on Grindr they are now sharing that information to other places so that means everybody else has the opportunity to know your status even if you want them to know what not to know but that information was out um, and people were able to um, get that information now according to what they was getting um, it was sent together with the users GPS data phone ID email it could also have affected um, their specific user id as well um and it was all out there in the public or to these particular companies to use to whoever they wanted it to use so it was kind of sad to kind of hear this um but it was exposed i think buzzfeed was the first to kind of expose this and you know gay twitter went up in flames about this because you think about the fact that you know a lot of people i think it's up to a three to five million i know it's No, it's 3.6 million daily active users across the world. Daily users. So a lot of y'all out here looking for dick and ass out here doing that, but your information was being shared. And this is just this information. We don't really know if they're sharing other stuff about you out there too. So you think about all your dick pics and your asshole, booty hole pics. i'm sorry but all that stuff is who knows they could be sold a third party y'all need to be thinking about that but anyway that's been out there and so they got called out about it um i think within what 24 hours they basically stopped sharing the information but i feel like at that point it's kind of tarnished um
1: grinder well it's been tarnished
0: oh, okay
1: <laughs> the app has been tarnished because of it's all true. The, the,
0: the racism racist. yeah
1: crap that they spew on it, and they don't have any kind of, I don't know, some kind of breach or holding to combat that. And then coupled with this, I mean, this almost borders across uh, HIPAA violations to me. Mm -hmm. If If I understand HIPAA laws and whatnot, that this can be used in a court of law
0: yeah
1: as a uh in a case against them in a civil suit yeah but it's just like grinder being grinder
0: yeah and you know i think about the people you know who are sharing that hiv status they they may want to keep it contained within that community but now it's out there it just kind of does a setback also it sends out kind of that witch honey type of thing about it like well we got this information how it's going to be used um, we can't trust, as you can see, we can't trust different outside groups. I mean, we see how some of them are acting now. So the fact that, that information was out there is quite scary. But it also makes me concerned because, you know, Grindr has been really trying to be active in the media outlets and everything else. So I feel like now that is making people question, like, anything that they do because it's like... You know, when something is tarnished, it tarnishes everything. If something smells like crap, everything smells like crap. So mm-hmm. now I feel like that people are going to be looking at, you know, into a little bit different than what they looked into before because it's like the credibility I believe as grinder is going to it's going to cause people to question things more. And it's very disappointing that you know, the only reason why they are apologizing is because they were caught, not because of any other reason. They were caught. So if they wasn't caught, imagine what else would have been done. What if it was more people, more companies involved and what else they're giving out there? So I think for the users of, of Grinder, you need to ask that. You need to ask, like, what are y'all doing with my information? You know, what are you using it for? Who has access to um, my booty hole? Like, who has all this stuff at, at hand? And so you should be worried about that. Um, y'all should, you know, go. Y'all should question them on Twitter. You know, call them out because this is something that I'm glad I'm not on the apps. But it makes me it it, it co signs on why I'm glad I'm not on that particular app. You know, it just makes me feel like, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm seeing. Um, it's made a lot of people very wary now about sharing their status, um, and it's making people worry about being on the app. I've seen people basically drop the app after this.
1: Well, I know, like, a lot of apps, not just these hookup apps, but a lot of, like, Facebook, hell, even Twitter, sell a lot of the information to third party. Mm -hmm. So, and that helps with, in terms of marketing, advertisement that we we see on our personal pages. Mm -hmm. So our personal information is already out there. Never mind it being you know, nude pics, you know, information regarding your age, your health, maybe where you live, where you work, any kind of uh, health uh, ailments that you have, aside from if you're positive or negative. Mm -hmm. Like, so our information is already out there. So it's just a matter of... Of
0: who else has it? Yeah, what I didn't like about how Grinder dealt with this at first is they kind of blamed the users. They kind of said in a statement <laughs> that they put out that um, they say it's important to remember that it is a public forum and users have the option to post information about their HIV status and date of when they were last tested. Um, it says that the users should careful. They're saying that basically you should be careful of. Uh, how what information you put on your profile so i was like well that's not don't blame them for actually trying to be honest but don't turn around and blame them for actually doing that because you got caught trying to sell that information to everybody don't just I, I they just need to admit this was a bad deal so i don't we don't know what the overall fallout of this is really going to be but this should make y'all really think twice about how much information you're sharing out there um so, and, and again, for those using grinder, I know some of y'all love that. Uh, you love it. You love it, and that's your business. But just be aware that what you think is private is not. Exactly. And it it's only a matter of time, you know, that the black web gets a part of Not black like us, but, you know, the dark web. Dark, or whatever dark they call web. It. <laughs> yeah, the dark web. <laughs> the dark web gets a hold of it, and your booty hole can be... Everywhere that nigga web's about to get you. Oh my god, grinder! I couldn't believe it when I read it. And I have noticed that a lot of people who are very grinder, you know, positive have not said a word. Like, it's funny, I've been and you know, shout out to Chief because I I laugh at Chief because Chief was like, you know, nobody, it's funny, nobody has anything to say. It's like, you know, it was like, yeah, where are y'all now? I need to hear. Y'all talk about this because some of y'all, this is your platform. And now I'm like, there's crickets, roaches. So, very interesting times, very interesting times.
1: Indeed. So let's, is there anything else? Mm,
0: No, nothing crazy yet. I feel like we won't get anything crazy until next week or until a few days from now, but I think that's it.
1: Well, let's go ahead and put these teacups up and come back with uh, the king-size issue. All right. Universal FanCon is a brand-new convention coming to the Baltimore Convention Center in April of 2018. FanCon will be a round-the-clock event featuring comics, cosplay, gaming, celebrity guests, music, and more with a focus on diversity and inclusion. Get your tickets now at universalfancon.com because geek is universal. right and we are back with continuing on with the episode we hope you're enjoying this this fresh hip mega shane episode (laughs) so something that I think we need to talk about a bit and this came across I don't know sometime last week and I've been interested to get your point of view about it is the the Top privilege. (laughs) Now, this came across, um, like I said last week, that there was an article that was by uh, Rembrandt Duran that ran on, I first saw it on the Gay Star News Mm -hmm. website, and in the article he was talking about how tops in the gay community have a certain amount of privilege with them. And that can become, that privilege is associated with uh, STI status, mm-hmm. um, promiscuity. Yeah. Um, so what what do you think about the whole idea of top privilege? Is it just a myth or is there some validity, validity to this article and his overall opinion about it?
0: I might sidetrack it a little bit. I I think there is this interesting... The way we view a top or what we think is a top or how we infuse masculinity into what a top is to the point where even tops are very, like, over-hyper-masculine to a lot of degrees about how we should act, Um, you know. So even calling what we have, you know, women's parts or, you know. Like, for example, I've seen tops say, you know, are you... Lord, this is so horrible, um, saying stuff like, are you giving my pussy away or something like that? And I'm like, sir. <laughs> like, he's just
1: like... Like a what? Yeah,
0: like, what? Okay, oh, okay, whatever. But it's, it's interesting because I think we put a lot of agulations with tops as they are... It's that way we put a very built men, like how we give them so much credit for things and how we look at a top as the overall ends to... Like, the way we... We specialize tops, if that makes sense, is very scary to me. Because think about some of the stories we've heard. We've heard. Like the minute a top um, switches or, do like you know, if they do both, how they lose that power and they're no longer attractive and everything else. So they have that privilege of, you know, being the man and how a man should be. And also I think some people treat tops as the, the final say. Of things, if that makes sense, so I do believe there is that top privilege because the way we have kind of given tops so much power um, that you know we'll call them daddy or you know. Um, being, we have to be docile. We have to be like, oh, I'm gonna cook. I'm gonna be this. How we will kind of move ourselves to a more stereotypical female role to 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 please the top ideal, if I'm making any sense. But I think that's what we are doing and I do think because of that we have given so much power to a top that it's very like you you see it all the time, like on Twitter uh-huh. saying like there's nothing but a bunch of bottoms in this town. I I you know, I'm trying to find a top. Or think about the fact that, you know, how as race, we as black men have been given this weird privilege of being a top because we are hyper masculine. We are we're this 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 beast when it comes to sex and we're going to ravage you. Um, it's a lot of that, surrounding about that whole image of what a top is that is kind of scary.
1: Yeah, let's open that up a bit because there's a certain level of... I don't know, what's the word? There's a certain level that being... Black, you're also this powerhouse, you this Greek god, if you will, in bed, mm-hmm. and I think that that top privilege also plays a part in it. Now there was a, a piece that I found in the Thought Catalog by uh, a Zachary Schultz mm-hmm. that kind of countered Duran's initial opinion about top privilege, and Zachary was talking from the, a minority standpoint, as far as, there was a, a good question that he asked in his article, which I'll put in the show notes. He asked that, can somebody who was objectified, say, a black man or a Hispanic or Asian man, as an exotic, can they have top privilege? And I wanna say yes, Mm -hmm. but to a certain not to the extent of a a white top.
0: True. I think reason why that we have that power is because we were anointed by the white man. You know what I'm saying? Like I think because they view us as that certain type of top. That's where our privilege and power come in, but it's not the same as a white top. Like, think about the way, you know, we joke around with Chris Evans, but think about how we talk about him. Like, he is anointed as the ultimate type of guy that we were all probably, you know, bottom for <laughs> to some degree. But how we do that when it comes to certain type of uh, white men or how different races look at white men as the breadwinner, as the leader, as the one who knows everything, as the one who is the daddy. Sugar Daddy is coined mostly because of white men. Because um, think about it, Sugar Daddy is more for white men. Cat Daddy is more for men of color. So it's more of this whole thing. <laughs> so it's more of that type of, the, of talk and culture and how we have placed things. That Yeah, it, we have that privilege, but it's not the same as a white man.
1: Yeah, I can, I agree with that. There's a certain level of, and this is going to come off bad, as if it's a certain level that white men can get away with more than people of color. Yeah. If that kind of makes yeah. sense in a sexual manner. Yeah. Now, also uh, in the, the article, Durant talked about prep work. And how a lot of bottoms will go to these sometimes <laughs> extreme circumstances to get ready for for sex, like not eating like twenty four hours uh, before they're supposed to get down and dirty, or doing a lot of fleeting and enemas, like to the point where it's unhealthy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's this certain notion that. Oh, a bottom always has to be ready, just in case,
0: yeah, and you know speaking from you know somebody who 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 plays both sides it it, it is a rigmarole, because you think about it as a top, you really don't have to do much <laughs> you usually just, you just take a just wash your ass and be ready to go, but if you're right. about the bottom, you do now you' now, you know they're all yeah people are eating chicken broth or drinking um green juice all day,
1: <laughs> right, like. They're uh, doing like the absolute most are. like they are going through something like can, a colonoscopy or something. Yeah,
0: and you know, just to for y'all who don't know, so as a bottom you do have to prepare. Now, you don't have to go through extreme. And some of the extremes are yes, they're doing nothing but drinking water the whole day. Um what I used to hear back when I was, you know, coming up in the game was if you're going to do that, um, for example, you will stop eating it. Like if you're gonna if you know you're about to get some Friday night, Thursday, around 6, you stop eating. You drink nothing but water um, all the way through the day, and you just really stick with water. You have fruit because fruit easily comes out. So you do that, but then you stop eating fruit at noon. You just stick to water until you have that moment. Now, that was back in the 90s, so that's before you had cell phones and the ability to text somebody, so it's something with awry. <laughs> you just wasted a whole day. But now, you know, you don't have to spend the whole day. You can still eat a whole meal, but some people will stop around, like, if you're going to get down, like, after five, they don't eat after, like, afternoon. Like, they just quit eating at noon. But yeah, you're right. There's a lot of extreme things where people are, you know, have attachments. I mean, I'll keep it real. I have an attachment that you can put to your shower um, that you can do that. And um, sometimes what I also heard is some people would do that and then at the end, the final enema is there, <laughs> they will put a vanilla bean in, in the water. Let it, they'll, they'll do this way ahead of time, right? And then so you can get that vanilla scented water. <laughs> so, your uh, la- uh. so your last cleaning, you squeeze it in there take it out, but it's the whole, it's very... It is, is I don't recommend of, you that
1: know, you just don't have to uh, fuck around and get this shitty kid. <laughs> but yeah
0: they do. but they they want a vanilla aftertaste. so um, it is extreme because you know they're doing this for you know the top and sometimes tops have this they do want you to be super fresh and you are as a bottom you're concerned. you don't want those receipts out there about you that you are a dirty bottom. then you can be a dirty if you if, if y'all been together for a while. Whatever.
1: Right. This is like love. You just go have to. You have to deal with what I take, what I give. You. What you got? Yeah.
0: But you know, when you out here on the streets, you know, you're gonna have you have to be careful there because you want your receipts to be clean. You want to be like, hey, you are good, and people want to get with you. You don't want the rumor that you got, you you had some issues. So of course, tops again have that privilege because they don't have to worry about all that stuff. They just have to perform. But you have to be not only able to be clean, but you have to perform, too. You have to be good at that and take what they got. So, yeah, there, there's some privilege in a lot of that. But I, and also too much work. Too much work as a bottom when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, especially y'all single, single bottoms. Y'all, the, the horror stories that I hear I know. on Twitter, it's like, Jesus Christ.
0: And some of y'all and y'all again love to be posting y'all business like that. But what I would just say is that, which is fine. You do what you want to do. But yeah, for those who, those of us who are single, I feel like you need to find you one or two that you good with. Especially if you're bottoming mostly with with that person, and just stick with them because that's that's too much to be doing for multiple people. Because after a while, you have to ask yourself, Are y'all worth me doing this? Because this this is not like a. This is not like you brushing your teeth, and that's two minutes. This is 30 minutes, and it could go further than that. You know what I mean? Just to get prepared and ready. Because some of y'all like to eat a lot of wings, and some of y'all like to do a lot and eat a lot of candy. And so you realize all that stuff, you're going to have to take that. (laughs) That's a lot of work. So I'm just saying. You know, for those of y'all out here single and mingling, Think about that for two seconds. I'm not saying, you know, curve. I'm not saying curve everything. I'm just saying, think about or, you know, this is what I say to myself. Is this person worth it today? <laughs> is this person worth it? And then if they're not, then you just be like, no. But if you have somebody that you go to, then you know They know you. You know them. It's a whole different format.
1: And I also say uh, in that same vein that. Just because a bottom is giving it up to you doesn't mean that all of a sudden that's yours. <laughs> no, that type of, oh, this ass is mine. And, like, th- I'm talking if you're single, like, well, I'll get to that in a second. That type of ownership, like, that creeps me out. Like, I hate when dudes talk like that like oh this is my ass and nobody else's ass and i'm a huff and tough and blow all y'all bitches down if anybody tells like what it is so it's like very dude bro ish straight talk to me Mm -hmm. and that that needs to stop like come on now now it's if that's y'all's kink or whatever like what go ahead and get your life but a lot of us don't want that kind of talking
0: that's well, true like you know some people like a little bit of that roughness uh, but at the same time at the same time you know that, with that whole top privilege a lot of you tops do think you can talk to people any other way you want to do all this stuff forcing stuff like you I've heard of stories where you know y'all be putting pans at people's pants and stuff I'll never forget when I met a guy once, um, and he he was a strict top, he told me, and something. And so he just felt the need. He was going to put his hands down my my pants. He said he wanted to feel how soft my booty was. And I said, um, mm-hmm. like you, you don't have that right to do that. But it's because he was like, you don't like that? Because he's, he said, he's, you don't like that? Because you know I'm the top, right? And I'm like. That doesn't give you the right, but then I realize that that's that weird privilege that you've been given from whoever you've been with um, to make you believe that you can just put put your hands in people's pants, you know, stuff like that. So it's very that's a whole
1: other topic as far as uh, unwanted touching and basically sexual assault
0: to in the, the gay community. I, I would say that you know, we were kissing and stuff beforehand. He just thought that. But again, they play with that privilege of he's thinking, well, I can just stick my hand out. i was like, mm, we haven't even got there yet. We, we're we still walking outside, so we're not going to be doing it. <laughs> We're not going to be putting your hands on your pants and we out here in Studio City, so no, we're not going to be doing that. Sorry, y'all. I know some people are like, wait a minute, what are y'all doing out in public? I'm in California, so yeah, we, we are holding hands. They do everything hands. in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're holding hands and kissing in public and, and being grown, but Um, yeah, that was interesting to, you know, after doing all that, his hands just go right. I'm like, whoa, first of all, we outside second, you don't, we haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) I don't know your middle name.
1: Weird. (laughs) Uh, Do we have anything else to add as far as far as this? I would like to get, um, you know, some of our gay listeners opinions mm-hmm. about the subject.
0: Yeah. Because it is very interesting um, to see it at work, you know, but to see how we play into it, you know, how we play into it a lot. Um, So, yeah, I would love to hear what y'all have to say because I'm sure some of y'all have plenty of things to I'm say about this. <laughs> and I want to hear it.
1: Some horror stories, probably.
0: Y'all can do that, too. So... <laughs>
1: That'll be fine. Well, I think that brings it into our show.
0: Yes.
1: As always, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor is at Wonderman Five. You can follow the podcast at Megashine Pod. Go to our website at www.megashinepod.com. There will be an review of A Way Out here in the next couple of days. Um, let's see. We well, can follow us on Facebook. At Megasheen I completely blanked out <laughs> <laughs> at Megasheen Pod. We're on Instagram at Megasheen If you have any questions, hit us up at megasheen 6 at gmail.com. Uh, Universal Fan Con is less than 20 days away. Oh my god, don't you s- believe it! I'm, not,
0: don't, I'm still not ready yet. I gotta order, I gotta get our shirts, I gotta order. Another shirt I wanna wear. Oh my god. I need to get on. Right. Oh yeah, I
1: have my,
0: to get my hair retwisted.
1: I gotta get hair because I cause I'm looking a little scraggly as fuck. <laughs> I'm like, oof my god, I look like a vagabond. Okay, <laughs> I, can, I cannot be stunning in Baltimore looking like hell just burnt me out.
0: <laughs> Lord that is true. But hey, we have a panel at University. Yes Concrete.
1: we do. What is our panel?
0: So our panel is uh, it was allies to, for women. I'm saying it totally wrong. But we we're basically talking about how to be better allies to women. And we have, it's not going to be us running our mouths. We actually have three women to kind of give us pointers on how to really be effective allies. So tell us about, tell everyone about our guests.
1: Yes, we have. You know her from Black Girl Nerds. You see her tweets. Uh, she's the creator of What Black Panther Means to Me. We have uh, Maria Gisella, also known as Kayla Sutton, on the panel. We have Valerie Complex, film critic, badass. And we also have Clarkisha Kent. You know her from all her threads mm-hmm. on Twitter, give you all the information whether you want it or not. She's going so to, to you. I, I'm very proud of this uh, panel. It's our first panel uh, from Megasheen. So I'm excited about it.
0: Yes, it is. It's our first, but it will not be the last. So you'll be seeing oh, no. more of us, um, whether we are doing it together or doing it separate, you will see more of us being involved in so many different things. So keep that. For example, since I'm in California and Nick is in the Kentucky area, um, wherever panels that we are on we'll be representing Sheen. you'll be hearing that name if not seeing one of us or both of us wearing t-shirts saying that um, you'll be seeing especially you'll be seeing that in Comic Con so you'll be seeing a lot more Sheen action in San Diego Comic Con I do guarantee that
1: yes and we will have dates on our website when you can see us in and around the Comic Cons Mm-hmm. So anything else before we get about it
0: here? No, but I do want to say to my friends who got to see Linda Carter get her star on the Walk of Fame, skip y'all. I don't care about y'all right now because how dare y'all sit here and brag in front of everybody that you got to see her while I'm sitting here behind the desk, but you know, I still love y'all anyway.
1: And shout out to the teachers in (laughs) Kentucky and Oklahoma raising hell, shutting shit down to get they shit together.
0: And making politicians mad on TV.
1: <laughs> making them
0: talking about like, y'all can you know, be they, mad.
1: They closed our schools, they closed a whole shitload of schools in Kentucky. You know, that shit don't happen unless you're the fuck off. My
0: friend is marching right now. I can't say his name because he'll get in trouble, but he's out there. He's been out there. He's been representing Lexington for a while, so I'm really excited about that. So, do what you got to do.
1: Do what you got to do, and don't forget, keep that same energy come November.
0: Right, because you know, as we talked about last week, these kids already got it. We need to get along with them and make sure this this foolishness doesn't happen again.
1: And with that said, we'll see y'all next time. All right, bye. bye.